right. Well, welcome back to Pseudo. Boop, 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 boop. In a while, y'all. Oh my God. It's been so fucking long and crazy. Like everything that's happened. I know everything pre-quarantine and after quarantine is like crazy to compare, but holy shit. When was our last like podcast episode? Like November? I think so. I forgot. Oh, we were doing the whole guest speaker series thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a fun little run. <laughs> I mean, that was interesting. Whatever. Fuck it. Like, what? I mean, I like interviewing people, but it just depends on, I don't know. We just have to find different types of people to interview and maybe, maybe more like characters. I realized a lot of media and like, especially since everyone is on Instagram now and like, I feel like everyone's trying to get all famous on Instagram and shit. It's like, mm-hmm. you really notice that it's like people that are super dramatic and just like like really oh my gosh i mean cardi b she got her whole fan base off like instagram and And twitter yeah and like doing just (laughs) coronavirus yeah exactly (laughs) literally which tell me why like during this whole corona thing like cardi b has been so on point i don't know i fucking love her because she reminds me of trump honestly (laughs) like (laughs) like personality characteristics wise i feel like they're both entertainers they both like are not afraid to make fools of themselves like they will purposely just be like idiots on purpose to entertain people and i feel like they, they keep the conversation going i mean that's my opinion of trump who, you know what I mean? It's just like whatever the fuck he thinks he'll say. And then we just sit there and we're like, well, and then we like think about everything he says. And then he's already said like 500 more idiotic things, you know? Right. And at the end of the day, he just doesn't care because at the end of the day, he's still getting his bag. He's like, getting his bag. I know, bro. Right. I mean, what do you think? They probably have similar like Meyer Briggs types. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What do I you feel think like this is? It's definitely like, the Myers-Briggs personality test. I, it's definitely like ENFJ or some shit like that. I mean, I mean I'm ENFP. So, mm, um yeah, but you I don't know, but I feel like um, they have like a really strong opinions and like want to always be like like expressing ah. their opinion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's so funny. I feel like a bunch of people who are celebrities probably have a similar like personality type just because I don't know like I feel like you gotta gotta have something in you to like chase fame I feel or like withstand all that criticism or like be in the spotlight like 24 7 hell yeah yeah I always thought that like drama kids in like high school were weird because they all had similarities you know they're so weird yeah I mean don't get me wrong (laughs) I'm I love Broadway and I would love to be on Broadway but then like I don't know. I probably wouldn't hang out with those people. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but you have to envelop that life. I mean, yeah, because yeah, social media and like everything is an illusion, you know? So it's like, right. like, that's like one screenshot of them being like hella fucking entertaining and like whatever the dopamine or serotonin in your brain goes off when like you see some other human like laughing and making silly faces on tv or on your phone screen but like in person like you would just be like like staring at them really weirdly like I feel like that's all of LA like people think LA people are cool and like Instagram models and like influencers or whatever are super cool and then you meet them in real life and you're just like what the and they're so awkward <laughs> something like a little off you know well isn't that I think this about whole like influencer thing is like so interesting especially in the time of like covid because people i feel like i don't know i don't know like do you think have you noticed anything like different with their like posting like i always thought it like when this whole thing started i was kind of like weirded out to people who didn't post about covid but they were still posting like regular things like acting like nothing is happening yeah they're like just at the beach and it's like bitch yeah. How are you even allowed on the beach? They close them, you know? I feel you. Huh, that's interesting. I think it's people's response to trauma. I mean, getting kind of psychological here, but mm. definitely, you know. We're I'm, starting this already. I know. <laughs> Sorry, but I feel like this whole episode's probably going to be about like 
COVID and quarantining and kind of what effect it's had on us. And like, I think that's really interesting being our age because I feel like us being like whatever 24 year olds that have 24, 25, I don't know how old we are, but the people that have graduated and maybe like haven't completely set on their career. So it's like, I feel like we see the transition more because we are still- Because we're in transition, like literally. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Wow. What a wild, I think, yeah, exactly. What a wild age to be in. And then also I think just having the amount of like resources to like knowledge that we have, maybe it's just an advantage for us going through this time. Whereas like maybe people who are older, people who are younger, like, I don't know, you know? I don't know. I also don't know. Cause I feel like you and I could have very differing opinions on COVID and quarantining and like access to knowledge like Mm. like you know some it just depends on the person maybe like some people I feel over consume information and then some people like under consume information Mm. but interestingly enough like I feel like they all end up in the same boat like like the people that contract COVID and whatever get sick from it are not necessarily the people that are being really reckless with their health. It's just the vulnerable people. And like, it doesn't really, you know, it doesn't matter if they've consumed too much information or not enough information. So. Right. Because at the end of the day, it's like, it's an invisible killer. It's an invisible thing. Yeah. Yeah. I I saw Trump trying to um, name drop it as like the invisible scourge. Like he keeps, he kept name (laughs) dropping that in one of his speeches or his like do you say it like this? The invisible scourge. <laughs> kind of. And then like pause for dramatic effect. <laughs> it was <laughs> he's like, yeah, write that down, write that down. Yeah, yeah. That's great. That's great. <laughs> no, but I mean it, it really is, and I think that's what's making people, you know, have a lot of anxiety during these times. I know I have. And yeah. you know, especially being, you know, at home. Um yeah, not everyone has the luxury to stay at home, you know, but which is a whole other topic that makes me really <laughs> crazy, you know, like all of our anxieties. Yeah, I also just think like it's I don't know, like the like the idea of an invisible force or whatever brings forward a lot of people's metaphysical anxieties, like because it's like something you can't see. And I think in the world that we've been taught to operate on a lot of everything is material like we live in a consumer society and 100 percent. yeah so it's weird that it's like usually it's like okay like even cancer like cancer cells like blast away the cancer cells you know what i mean but it's not like oh like invisible bacteria that is like super socially transmissible like it's so it's like there, but not there. And that's what's scary and like fear, like fearful. You feel like you can't trust anyone, you know? So yeah, people are definitely capitalizing off of that fear. I've noticed. They will always capitalize off fear. I hate that. Always. They will always do that, which is frustrating, you know? And then speaking about fear, I thought like during this whole thing was really interesting because, um, listeners as you may know or may not know if this is your first time I have a panic disorder so the invisible fear is like it was so interesting when this all started happening because I was like everybody is literally freaking out the way I would on a normal day so for it to be kind of like manifest like manifesting into like a real thing Mm -hmm. has been trippy for me because I've been kind of like at first I was like oh this is kind of weird. It's kind of like, I don't know. It's been, and then for you to say that it's like, a, it brings people to like their metaphysical fears, anxieties, or it's like trauma yeah. kind of. Cause it's right. like, you know, like, I feel like also just, I mean, I view America as like a community, like, you know, it is a nation, whatever. So we do things for other citizens. Like we take care of them. You care for them. We have laws that we vote on to take care of everybody, et cetera, et cetera. So it's like when something like like this, like trauma, something traumatic happens, like a disease in the community, in your family, Mm -hmm. how you respond to that is really indicative of how you respond to just like, like, you know, trauma and devastation in your personal life. I, as in general so no, that's so true yeah exactly so like that 
that is why people get anxious or well that's why you know and I was even thinking like okay so like my grandparents response to this thing or like somebody you know my neighbor's response to this thing and I'm like my grandparents are you know they're immigrants from another country and a lot of our family is I mean I'm sure everything is like also an immigrant and have immigrant parents yeah but I'm just thinking about like the reactions from like immigrant families compared to like I don't know like Americans quote-unquote that were like born you know their families have been born here for like ever and I'm not talking about um indigenous people you know Um, what do you what reaction do you think would be different why do you think the reaction would be different mm, intergenerational trauma you know I think, well, I mean, like you said, everybody's reaction is, like, indicative of their trauma. Or, like, how they respond, how they respond to, like, emergency situations, for sure. Right, like, their fight or flight. Or, like, some people want to take control, or some people get, like, OCD, you know, and it's hard to, it's hard to tell, like, yeah, it's hard to tell. That's why it's important to listen to the medical professionals, in my opinion, but. Honestly, um. I've heard a lot of different things and a lot of different people like, yeah, like I'm like listening to medical professionals. I listen to like the CDC, blah, blah, blah. And then I also hear people are like, you trust the CDC? And I'm like, you don't. You want to make sure that people trust the CDC? Yeah, like people don't. Like I I, don't. They don't trust it. Mm -hmm. Which is another thing is like, People don't trust the CDC. They don't trust the government. They don't trust. You that's know. The, that's like a bigger problem. That's the issue, in my opinion, like the fact that we can't unify, even in, like even when our authority figures are telling us to unify or like respond mm-hmm. in some way, is is like the root of every fucking problem that we have, in, as a nation. Yeah, so. it's very individualistic. Very like get your own, and you know, like distrust. Or distrust. Yeah, distrusting of your neighbor, of your community. It's like we're not – we don't have a strong sense of, like, like overall community, I don't think. Uh Uh-huh. Or, like, faith in the leaders of our community. No. Which is horrible, honestly. But also – it is really bad. And also – but also, like – I mean, I think that, I mean, whatever, I talk shit on Trump all, all the time, to be honest, but I feel like there's a difference between, like, criticizing someone and then also just following guidelines. Like, I can, I, like, I can openly criticize someone because that's my way of communicating my issue, but to not follow their guidelines is just a whole, that's, like, blatant disrespect. Like, that is not, a, like, not disrespect, but, like, if you have a problem with it, there are better ways to communicate then, mm-hmm. you know, taking such a drastic action, like it's being very reactionary in a situation mm-hmm. where you should not be reactionary. And like when you because don't you understand- don't have like the right to be reactionary, because at the end of it, it's like the reason why we have implemented guidelines is because people are dying mm-hmm. and people are getting sick. Yes. And like the reasons, you know, like why would you not? put your faith in like in like I guess the CDC or whatever we consider you know the hub of our medical community to kind of dole out or give you the best information like these are people Mm -hmm. that like go to school and spend years you know understanding medicine and like years of understanding laws and not even just medicine not just any doctor knows what the fuck they're talking about right population control and like epidemiology and like yeah like public health (laughs) exactly exactly so it's like I don't know which leads me to ask you like what do you think about like all the conspiracy theories like coming up because of COVID like 5G and like all that bullshit I mean don't get me wrong I'm still (laughs) skeptical about 5 do you remember that guy that we met about what was his name I don't remember that it was when we were doing like another our first podcast or something we were editing our first podcast at a coffee shop and we were being so loud because it was so funny to us and this guy he like walked by he's all walked by all cool with his like cigarette and he's like what you guys doing (laughs) and we're like recording a podcast (laughs) we like had a conversation for an hour of him like telling us about like 
I don't even know the electrons on like our phone. And yeah. Mm-hmm. How they're like a negatively affecting blah, 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 blah. Um, right. How they're like so bad for our body and how um, he's going to move to like Germany or something because of the 5G towers that are being built. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure he probably might think this is because of 5G. You think? <laughs> I mean, I just want to know. If you're listening, please hit us up. <laughs> not listening. He's staying away from all electronic devices in general. Oh, right. Oh my God, you're probably right. It's not so interesting. Like, how lucky are we that, like, during a time of actual like uncertainty, that we can just like plug in and kind of Escape. not think about it for a little bit? You know? Mm-hmm. Weird. Yeah, that's always been around though. I I I mean think of how many people turn to video games as a way to escape a lot oh, all sure. the time, you know? Um or a lot of people cuz it I mean it recreates your those patterns like mirror neurons, right? So if you see something traumatic happening on a screen, those same neurons fire in your brain as if it were mm-hmm. happening to you. So it's like you acquire those sensations that you're used to and that you need or you want at least. Right, that's like the basis of like empathy, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, that's funny you say that because I went to like Target the other day, and like there were no video game controllers; they were all sold out. Wow. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm just like, are that many people playing video games right now? Uh huh. Insane. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, and that's another thing. The fucking stores right now, insane. They've gotten a lot better though, but like for sure, we see the future of. I mean, at least so. I mean, okay. I this I kind of want to talk about like the effects of COVID and what we think is going to future. Yeah, exactly. Like a lasting effect because this thing is going to be around for a while. It doesn't look like it's gonna. And anytime, like, soon, you know, within a couple of months, whatever. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But, like, in the meantime, like, I've literally just been, like, studying and, like, work, like, dancing and sitting on my ass, basically. But a lot of people, including you, have started little businesses, you know, or, like, Mm -hmm. are selling things. And so it's interesting to see how some people are just like, okay, let's just make do with the situation that we're in and like we're still gonna we're gonna form alternative I guess businesses in a way. right we're gonna get creative and adapt yeah and I think that's like basically what people have to realize is like I know you might not like it because I don't like it but we're gonna have to adapt mm-hmm. and that's survival I think that's you know at the end of the day that's human survival yeah but also yeah, exactly. And so, like, how many of these adaptations are going to stay? I feel like that's also been, like, a real Oh, a ton. Question. Yeah. Like, I know friends that are business owners who are, like, we got to change, you know, what we're selling now because mm, – That's interesting. Like, like what? Yeah. Well, like, um, like, for example, like, coffee shops, um, they're selling more food items, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Or like pushing different items or like pushing, they're just finding new ways, like, you know, like curbside and yeah, delivery. Like, I think that'll stay for a while. Yeah. And Uber, Uber eating everything, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, sending everything to your house. But also, I feel like people are starting to realize that maybe you don't need to go out so much, like as much as we might uh-huh. have going out and spending money kind of. So it's it's going to be harder for businesses, I think, to pull customers out of their houses even after this because they'll be like, oh, whatever. Like I, like I sat at home and like played video games. Like maybe I'll just like keep playing video games, you know? Right. Or like, oh, I made every single meal this week. Maybe I don't have to go to the restaurant. Exactly. Or, or I made coffee at home. Like, no, yeah. I literally am like, fuck, I, I drink just as much as caffeine. I'm a huge caffeine addict. I still, I think I drink three to five cups a day during quarantine. Mind you, I know. And people ask me why I look like a crackhead all the time. You're like, I drink five to six cups of coffee. <laughs> I love it. I won't stop. I feel like a better. Oh, don't get me wrong. I will wake up, <laughs> make my iced coffee, and go about my day. Exactly. So. But I mean, 
I have potentially saved like, I don't know, an extra $100 a week, you know, on caffeine. Oh, at least. Yeah, exactly. That's a lot. That's a lot of money coming from a broke college student. From a broke bitch. Exactly, (laughs) bro. (laughs) Oh, and also, interestingly enough, I feel like um, we've seen – okay, so I like this podcast especially because we're two young girls Mm -hmm. in our early 20s, like telling Mm -hmm. you – how the fuck we look at the world and li- like our lives. And I feel like, honestly, like I personally get a lot of shit from people for speaking my mind and like podcasting. And I feel like people think like, well, what do you even have to say? Like, what have you done? Blah, blah, blah. You're just blah. a girl. <laughs> exactly. Like you're just a pretty girl, whatever. Like go fucking paint your nails. And I, f- I find that so annoying because that is the issue. This is why girls don't aspire to do anything like outside of the realm of beauty perhaps because people don't want to hear what they have to say and like our perspective is is valid in that way so anyways um or it's just interesting to see like what's happening with the youth like the youth that are that is our age you know like women are so for example a lot of girls are turning to OnlyFans and stuff (laughs) (laughs) money so i feel like that is a very very interesting and almost like unicorn phenomena that is happening during I think it's so powerful and great I think like to see young girls or and even young boys and whoever you know Mm -hmm. like to take empowerment in their bodies and in themselves and to you know market themselves and catch that bag okay like Fuck yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm doing nothing right now, <laughs> you know? And there are people just like, I mean, I still take pictures of myself. Like, I like looking pretty. Like, I do my hair, I get ready, whatever. I think I'm hot shit. And people, and I do this shit for free, like, you know, but like people are getting paid and they're making an opportunity mm-hmm. for themselves to get paid by doing this. So, right. like, and I think it's really catching on. Like, I could see the future of Instagram or, you know, some other, like, elite website where you... I mean, OnlyFans is connected to Twitter. So... Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So, in order to have an Only... Um, so, I did my own personal research because I am an entrepreneur. And <laughs> <laughs> basically... If you want to know, guys, um, your OnlyFans account is connected to your Twitter, but it's not, you don't see it on the Twitter app. It's still on a separate platform. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, Cool. And basically how it works is like you get to set your own like prices for like a monthly subscription that followers can subscribe to and you know, you can list your content and people, can, yeah, people I can mean, donate you can, and tip you. Can to you can post your titty. You can post. I saw some girl getting fucked by a toothbrush, but also like you could. <laughs> or you could you could post like literally you smiling and or Dang. honestly, I want to make one and post one of me crying and eating junk food because I feel like that's something intimate that I do a lot. I mean, I think for me, I've always been like, dude, I make like coffee vlogs. Like I should just do one of me making coffee, like in a tutu. Who gives a fuck? Exactly. It's just, I'm sure somebody will want to see it. Someone that just likes you and your, Uh who you are, but probably doesn't really have access to you on a, on a daily basis. Right. Which I think is like, you know what? It's an, to me, it's more empowering than anything. Um, I do hope that like in the future, um, you know, there's more laws that protect girls like us or protect girls who, you know, use these websites because okay. there is a lot of, um, there's a lot of like, there's a lot that can happen to your reputation if you use these websites. Uh-huh. So for example, like if you're working, I don't know if you have like a professional job, I guess, and then you have an OnlyFans and like, maybe you post I don't know, like your maybe not your ass because I feel like people post that on Instagram, but something of you. Well, I mean, post a nude or something. Post a nude, yeah. But I feel like even something less, like, like for example, like post a nude, but then like cover like my nipples with my hands or you know something like, like there's so much that can be teetering on the edge of um, 
like pornography and then just like sexy. And that's such a gray line. And I feel like it's But why is there a gray line? I don't know. You know I mean? like, why is there a gray line and why can one profit off of the one side of the gray line and how come the other can't like for example how come like swimsuit companies can profit and like they're mostly probably like marketed by men you know what I mean or like yeah that's true well I mean eh, it's I guess it's I guess people don't like seeing people mix different types of industry I feel like I understand that because I feel like it's hard to do it well. Like, I feel like you can do it, but it's hard to do it well. So I know someone that has, like, worked in – I don't know what she does, like, a professional job. And then I guess she had an OnlyFans, too. And then someone screenshotted all of her OnlyFans (gasps) pictures and posted them online. And then her workplace fired her, fired her for that. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, exactly. So it's like – I feel like what – like, I feel like, first of all – I mean, on what grounds, though? Like, I mean, I don't know. I feel like they can fire you for any reason for like, I'm, I don't know what exactly it was. Um, I mean, if that's in your contract for sure, like if it's like you're at a, if you're a at will employee or something like that. I don't know. But I know like they can do it if maybe you are a brand ambassador or they're like you're misrepresenting the company or like it breaches a contract mm-hmm. of good faith or mm-hmm. even I'm sure people could totally value you for a different reason you know and then just like have that actually be the reason but then they don't make an indication of that like there's nothing stopping them from lying you know it's up to the individual like the girl to pursue that as a lawsuit but I mean a lot of these girls are young right like in their 20s we have no money like no like we were taught to be pretty so like we have no fucking money so usually these women don't want to speak up for themselves and don't pursue it in the legal route and also you're ashamed like imagine like people that's right you right they're persecuting you so you feel fucking bad well that's what i mean as i think hopefully i hope in the future that there will be you know people and leaders who will not shame and will just basically you know find yes that area that they can you know put into law because I'm pretty sure it's probably not you know to my knowledge I don't know you know yes well yeah I don't think it is either I feel like it's not um, it's so taboo it's an issue that's not been discussed I mean think of the constitution like of that time period like they did not discuss you know First of all, they could never imagine the implications of like social media and like like people being able to post pictures of themselves, let alone like they don't or like girls, let alone walking around by themselves <laughs> without being like covered up. You know, or voting, right? Because that was a fucking um, that was in the Bill of Rights. Like that had to be added on, you know. Which or- is fucking insane. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that's not discussed, but I feel like it definitely is, should be, or will be at least because I see that I feel like beauty work, I feel like there should be a different word for this besides sex work. Like I feel like posting pictures of yourself online is not sex work. And I feel like sex work has a bad modeling. Yeah. It's like a bad name to it. It is like modeling. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I feel like it's modeling. I feel like it's beauty work. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, like beauty work or like your people are paying you to appreciate the beauty because you're your beauty and it takes work to be beautiful people. Fuck yeah, (laughs) yo. Um, you guys know. I'm sure guys even understand like eyebrows, hair, nails, like all that shit. Like you get tired of doing that like every day. Uh It literally becomes an experience where it's like a meditation because you have to just go and just do it like go through the pain of like doing your fucking makeup doing your hair shaving your leg blah 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 blah. so (laughs) it's it's a it's really hard I mean I know for me like during this whole quarantine that getting ready and doing my makeup and my hair every day and putting on an outfit has been very meditative for me because I don't have anywhere to go but it makes me feel 10 times fucking better when I think I do you know I feel you. Yeah, because you're something to look at. It's like you just made yeah. yourself a piece of art, basically. So, right. Yeah. But um, I also see, like, I feel like people and celebrities are going to catch on to it. 
like I, I mean, Princess Nokia, for example, is like on OnlyFans and stuff, which I think is super cool. And I think other celebrities will, because you get paid, like people pay you monthly to just look at pictures of you, and like you don't have to do it. Like you, it's up to you what pictures you want to post. So I could totally see like whatever the Kardashians or whoever putting that. I as hope a, they don't fuck it up as another revenue. You know, <laughs> I'm sure they will because they're gonna attract a large crowd, and then it's gonna be like it's going to be like, okay, like, it's going to be hard to attract the rest of the crowd, basically. So I feel like the people in there now are the first movers, right? Like Mm -hmm. the people that start now and are able to build a fan base, they're going to be the ones that kind of stick around and are able to, you know, keep using that. Well, speaking of the Kardashians, and we're on this, do you think that, you know, because of women like Kim K, who have had like leaked sex videos, it definitely probably opened up people's or lessened people's pretenses to seeing content like that. To seeing content like that. Hmm. Because, I mean, people still obviously buy from her business. People still love her Instagram. People, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Cause she just became, I feel like it maybe didn't like, I feel like if she posted like sex stuff, all the time it would be a problem and no one would like her as much but it's like she used the the Mm -hmm. shock factor of it right and then like there became so much drama about it and then she still maintained composure basically in the face of like all that negativity and was like I'm still that bitch Mm -hmm. but like I'm not gonna always show you my titties like also you could like buy my shit (laughs) you know and right well but that's that's what I think is like the mentality between like well the girls that I know who are on OnlyFans like I'm still that bitch, like, yeah, exactly. you know. And also still, like, respect me. Ex- uh-huh. Exactly. So it's interesting. It's interesting because I feel like everyone is, be- like, all, like, a lot of girls, the trend of women now is to become that type of bitch, which is good because it's empowering and it's, like, redefining, I guess, female sexuality um, in that oh, way. Yes. It's so cool. I love that. Thank God. I know. But also, like, the effect of quarantine in general on relationships is also very, very significant. Mm. And I wonder, I wonder if it will stay the same. And I, I hope to God not because I hate dating people virtually. I just can't do it. I just don't want to reply to text messages. And like, it's just, it's not even that. It's because it, I feel like I'm talking to a phone and it's like not enough stimulation for me, at least. I want to. Not look- even like virtual FaceTime or like, you know, video chatting and vi- video dates and stuff. That's cute, but I feel like that's not my love language. Like, I want to uh-huh. there. Like, it doesn't matter how much you talk. I'll like, I'm not, you know, it, I won't. Yeah. You're like not in my space. You're not in my proximity. I can't touch yeah. you. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that. I hope that goes away because I don't work well with that. But I know Cecilia has been having a lot of fun. Doing virtual <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no, to be candid with everybody. Yeah, no, I think that this has been a lot of fun for me as far as like dating goes because like I can just you know talk to different people via you know text Instagram or I can call them or whatnot but I think it also shows like who really really wants to to know you like like who's really gonna make the effort right like who's really gonna make the effort to call you and video chat you every day and like ask you how your day is because you can't touch me like they're not getting the chance to do that. They can't kiss me, but they still want to talk to me. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. That's you know what I mean? Very cute. Well, that's such a nice way of looking at it. Right. But I mean, but of course, this the same also goes for me where it's like, dang, I can't even touch this person. Like, I'm kind of bored, you know? <laughs> do you know yeah, what I mean? I yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's how I feel, so. Yeah. Interesting to see the effects. And like there's like different virtual dates you can do that people do. I know people I know people, the people I'm talking about is me. Um I did like Netflix party dates, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, that's cute. But see, I want to see the person's reaction. You know? Like I feel like yeah. playful. Sometimes I'm playful verbally, but I feel like I'm very playful physically, like annoyingly, like where I like like to like 
touch and like nudge people. Does that make like tickle sense? them and like, tickle them or like with their hair, like squish their like fat or like <laughs> you know like yes. mess their hair. Yeah, exactly. Or like slap them like playfully all the time. Yeah. I'm like, like a weirdo and I like to like smell them. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I'm like you smell good. Yeah. Or like I like making like whatever. I don't want to talk about myself. But <laughs> <laughs> that kind of things I feel like just gets so lost over phone and like over text message. And that's really what I like. Like those are those mm. are the little like serotonin boosters in my brain, I feel. So Well, how do you feel about like sexting? Damn. Like, I definitely think it's an art. I think you definitely, you know, it takes a creative mind to, like, get you going. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know. I don't like sexting. I feel like it's, like, just be nice to me and I'm, I'm into that. Like, that's my sexy. <laughs> like, if I feel like you're like, hey, dick, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what the? I don't know. I feel like that's so weird. I want so you to be, like, just, like, smiley faces and stuff. And then I'm like, <laughs> I'm like so not like that. <laughs> I feel like I'm so cringe. Yeah, I know. I know you're not like that. <laughs> no, I'm like, I don't mean I don't want to get graphic on here, but like, I feel like it's different. this is probably why I'm having more fun. Yeah, dating this way. That's so true. Interesting. Hmm. I don't know. Just stuff to think about. <laughs> I feel like I need a adapt and change my ways and be creative I mean I could totally like I don't know I could totally see girls like giving lessons on like how to sex or like (laughs) you know what I mean (laughs) but it's not that I don't know how to sex it's I don't know how to make it appealing to me like it's not it just doesn't make me happy does that make sense like maybe because you're not getting like that instant gratification I don't get that dopamine rush that's what it yeah. is yeah mm. I don't know dude maybe I'm just like detached so I'm like <laughs> like to everyone no it's something else who knows it's complicated yeah no yeah not to everyone but you know what I mean it's complicated. I'm also just dramatic <laughs> that's true we're also just different you know which is which I think is very very cool that's what makes our conversations interesting. <laughs> right. Because I'm like, dude, I wouldn't even think about it like that. You know? And I'm like, I'm like the opposite. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it works for us. I mean, what have you been doing, you know, besides oh. anime and like dancing and stuff like that? What have you been doing to, you know, take care of yourself? Like take oh. care of your mind. That's a lot. Um, definitely working on my sleep schedule, and also, like, what really makes me want to wake up every day. I feel like that's something that's always been, like, something that I've contemplated, I guess. Um, I feel like a lot of people, like, wake up for things. Like, what motivates you, basically? And honestly, I've, like, I don't know. Maybe I feel like a lot of people are motivated by money, um, which I understand. Like, some people are, like, okay, I'm going to get up. Like, I'm going to get that bread. Like, that's, like, so common, right? Right. Um. But I don't feel that way. Um, I don't know. That's Are you I'm- more like, okay, like I'm going to wake up and like take care of myself today? Like I like things like that. I feel like I'm more motivated by caring for things and like, you know, like loving things. I feel like that's so girly and like I'm almost ashamed to say it, you know, because I wish because <laughs> it's weird. I'm like, yeah, I can I like eat fucking cereal like I don't know what is that it's such a weird thing to want to wake up for I wish it was more dramatic I think that's beautiful I think well because I know like I think about myself pre-covid and how I would wake up and I'm like okay I gotta go to work because work is good for me because I get to make money and I get to take care of myself and I you know but then without work because I am unemployed due to covid if you didn't know that but basically now I'm like shit well, why do I wake up now, you know? Mm -hmm. And, like, what goes through my mind is I'm, like, okay, like, this is a new day, and I can, like, really, really look at, like, my life and myself and my choices and what's important to me. Yes. I think that's a really big and interesting issue of what is essential and non-essential, basically. Like, what 
Like what is mm-hmm. essential? Like what is your purpose in life? And I think I almost, and it's, I mean, I feel like I come off as very liberal, obviously. Like I feel like I am very liberal. I have liberal ideas. I don't like to label myself, blah, blah, blah. Cause it comes with the whole bag of shit. But I feel like people talk, yeah. say that. Um, and so I, I want to juxtapose that with the idea of like, I feel like I've been hearing a lot about Karens and stuff and like how like <laughs> Karens, like the meme of the lady who wants to talk to the manager, right? And so Karens have been in the news, at least the meme world and my meme world because of people getting mad because they want to get- so fucking funny. They want to get haircuts, right? And like they want to like do their nails and shit. Like they, they don't want to wear a mask, but- they think the stores are taking away their freedom because they're kicked out of the stores. Yes. Yes. Which I think is ridiculous. Yes. It, it is ridiculous, but then that makes me just think about how the scope of their lives, like, that's what give the, gives them purpose. Like, getting their hair done, like, getting their nails done. Like, they literally attribute that to their, their core identity. That's, like, what this country has done to them i swear to god that's really what it is that's like their scope of their power that's how well, no that's why i'm like that's that is the position that you want to be in that's like what you want for yourself i mean that's cool whatever i just but- i just don't think they have they under they don't know how to change it and they do probably don't want to change it they don't want to give another purpose to their lives right like i feel well, like that's hard yeah so. Well, I think everyone, I, I think mo- everybody was probably comfortable pre-COVID, you know? Yes. And then this definitely probably opened up a lot of people's eyes to like, oh shit, like things are getting really uncomfortable now. Yes. Like, Or also like maybe it's bad that we were comfortable with the purpose of our lives being like really stupid material things. I mean uh-huh. – I mean, yeah, well, yeah, stupid. What the fuck? Like, your hair and shit. Like, I don't want that to be my fucking purpose, you know? Like, right. that makes me really sad for myself and, like, everyone else around me. Right. If our society is degradating because, like, I can't get my nails or my hair done, that's weird. Which is nice. Not gonna lie. I mean, it's it's nice, but, like, if I'm willing to be, like, well, just, like, let the weak die because, like, I need right. my hair done. Right. <laughs> that's well, weird. So- That reminds me of like, you know, this topic that we were talking about when I took, so in college, I took, in college, which sounds so old to me, like to say that, but in college, I took a class about um, gender and globalization. And basically, um, we were learning about, you know, the effects of like service workers or, you know, workers who work in like nail salons and, you know, hotels Mm -hmm. and cleaning and the people who work in like, um, you know, the tourist type attractions and stuff like that. Yeah. And basically how like people literally, like they just don't understand that way of living because they'll like perpetuate it, um, you know? What do you mean? What? Like, um, like don't understand like the natives way of living when they go visit? No, like I'm saying like the people who go to use these services, like they don't, like for example, like they're not paying them a living wage, you know, like, and when we think about our economy, like the global economy, how many workers and people are actually doing that type of work? It's a lot compared to the people. Like essential have, like, workers. Right. Oh, okay. 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 And it just shows like the kind of disconnect, yes. you know, between the Karens and the people who have a more comfortable ish life compared to people who have to work, you know, scrubbing floors all day. And sending back their money to like their family in a different country. Yes, yeah, definitely. You know, and I think that's something we definitely shouldn't have been comfortable with. You know, like the wage discrepancy between like our essential workers and our non-essential uh-huh. workers. Yeah, you know, and that's another thing. It's like, why are people in unemployment getting more money than the people working at the restaurants right yeah, now? Yeah, that is fucked up. I know. You know, um, and yeah. I'm not. I mean it. I don't, I I have no idea, you know, like I don't know how well, to not, Well, what do you mean? Well, I mean, I feel like it's just I mean, the basis of our hierarchical society. Like, you know, we have class division for stupid fucking reasons. Right. It's like classism. 
yeah, it's classism. It's like, it's, I mean, institutional racism comes into this. Sexism comes into uh-huh. this. every play. Every time that you were denied an opportunity for a split second, for one split second, because of like some really superficial reason, this all adds up, I feel, and accumulates to this major class division, right? Um, mm-hmm. And so I feel like, yeah, that's this epidemic, I guess, brought that to the forefront. Like we aren't paying these people livable wages for probably just like, the position they're in because of our like really sleight of hand judgments of them um right which is uh, which is why i think i brought up that point of like you know the it's like the class differences and talking about karens it's like whoa check your privilege bro you know yeah but also like fuck i feel sad for them if they're life is like their hair like their hair I mean don't get me wrong I feel sad for me like yeah that's true you know what I mean but that doesn't mean I'm going out yelling at people that's true that's true they lack self-awareness that's what it is right I don't I do listen I do not feel bad for people who ridicule you know innocent people yeah like who don't deserve that shit I do not feel bad for you now I do feel bad for you know people who are losing their businesses, people who can't feed their families, people, you know, and I get it. We've all lost a bit of our freedom, you know, if we think about it like that, you know? I agree. And like the quantitative easing that they're doing is like barely, not even hitting the mark of like what people need. But I also Mm -hmm. think like, thankfully, I'm kind of excited about it. I feel like this is going to be the start of like a whole kind of restructuring of our society and like our economic communal society yeah like a more of a communal society and like i see the growth of local and small businesses but also like amazon is also fucking killing everything like taking off you know it's like massive and um i don't know it's interesting like i would hope i mean the government is doing more to support everyone essentially but also like printing money which can't be good for our system either um i don't know i feel like it's 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 there's everything still in transition like it's gonna i think our system is going to change a lot hopefully um as I, th- I think so too and i think it'll change forever and i think everything that has happened will be it will lead to you know a changed future yeah but like i i mean i would I mean it's obviously going to be more socialist for sure because that's basically what our government is already doing is printing money for banks and um like whatever whatever they've done already is like it's like socialism essentially with the quantitative easing that they're doing is socialism um mm. so I'm ex- I don't know I'm excited for that I hope I don't get like indicted for saying that in case anyone's listening I'm like those are hot words but I think no, yeah, I, I think definitely you can already see the shift in like, yo, we need to think about the people. Yeah, well, it's like more of just a blanket kind of, a blanket right. of like what we're doing for individual people. So obviously yeah. like in the next whatever couple of years, probably to like pay for all of this that's happened and to pay for the fucking bailing out of companies that we've already done at massive amounts of rates like we're our taxes are going to be higher and like we're it's going to fuck up like we're going to be complaining because we're about to enter more of a professional setting of a world soon within a couple years we're going to be like working professionals we're making thankfully a lot more money than we're making now but then we're just going to be fucked by tax i pray to god yeah (laughs) i pray to god but we're going to be fucked by tax rates is what is essentially i feel like is going to happen to like pay back all of that's only two things true or inevitable which is death and taxes you know so no god bless america (laughs) (laughs) make america great again hell yeah brother i ain't gonna wear my mask to walmart because (laughs) this is my country my constitutional right it is my body and it is my choice. I mean, hell yeah, you're 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 right on the money. It is your body and your choice to be a fucking idiot. That's true. But also, like when I think, like say whatever you want, do whatever you want, whatever. But when you're when you're transmitting diseases to other people, that's when it becomes a problem. 
Um, yeah. And I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I've definitely felt certain instances where like I'm at a coffee shop and picking up my, my, my drinks and then like, you know, like a customer who I don't know also like has a mask down, like because they're drinking their coffee. Like I'm not like going to belittle them for like, oh, you like took your mask off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but I think it's like the idea, like they, like you have to put in that effort to at least abide by the guidelines. Think about though, I feel like we're in a situation where that doesn't bother us. But if I had like cancer or something and I saw someone do that, I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, I'd be like, I need to leave here. Cause like, um. no, that's true. Which is why they're saying people who like are like really, really at risk, like stay the fuck home. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. I, I don't know. We've never, I mean, I don't know. This whole thing has been, um, buck wild. I know. It's like, cause, uh, yeah, but people that are really capitalizing off of this, like Trump is like capitalizing off of this and like, I don't know, he like got some, whatever shell company to sell all the medical supplies or something like that. So like they made a bunch of uh-huh. like the medical, like selling masks and shit to people. Um, and crazy. I mean, it's like that's the type of economy that we've gotten. It's like that capitalistic, you yeah, realizing at the expense of like other people constantly. But right, yeah. But I also, I don't know. Yeah, there's obviously like no other way that we can see our way out of it. I guess. So. So um, have you seen Solar Opposites yet? <laughs> so it's like um, gosh, uh, what's his name? Justin Roiland. Roiland. Justin Roiland. One of the creators of um, Rick and Morty, he, like, created another TV show called Solar Opposites. Um, I watched it in two days. Oh, man. Like, is it I mean, the episodes are really sh- – it is so funny. Like, it's on Hulu, and, like, basically it's about, like, this alien family, and, you know, they're, they get trapped on Earth and blah, 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 but, like – I think it's genius and I think it's hilarious and like there's a lot more cursing than Rick and Morty which I think is funny (laughs) so I think you should watch it and give me your synopsis because I think you die very spiritual thing too like what's that that's good like that's great yeah like I feel like I mean, like you said, like people, when they are faced with like anxiety or fear, they like open these metaphysical planes, you know, and they get scared and the metaphysical starts to open, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have to deal with so much like abstraction and like, I mean, hopefully a lot of people don't, you know, as we've seen, like, like the people that whatever Karen yelling and going outside without her mask to get her hair done, like that's not I feel like that's a very reactionary response to what's happening but if you take Mm -hmm. a step back and like allow yourself to watch yourself and how you're reacting and understand that better then that is more of like a I guess a metaphysical reaction I don't know how to categorize that but it's 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 taking a breath you know it's like a it's like a um, I don't want to say like higher functional like in the brain but it's like um, a different level to it's awareness. Thinking. That's what it yeah. is. Yeah. Like different level of like processing. Yeah. Which I think I've been trying to get myself to because I feel like if I don't at least do it, you know, sometimes, like I feel like I'll just be a couch potato, mm. which I have fallen to. Like there have been times where I'm just like, I don't want to think. I'm just going to watch this um, Neon Genesis you know, and eat chips. And I don't want to think about shit because it's a lot of work. That's a lot of people all the time now. Me too. What the fuck? I love eating fucking food and watching Avatar and like ignoring all my responses. Hell yeah. I had a corn dog last night watching Avatar. (laughs) (laughs) And chili cheese fries. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds really good. But, but yeah, so needless to say, I think it's, for me, it's been like a spiritual thing, but also like a very psychological thing. And then like, it's taught me a lot about myself and taught me a lot about others. And like, I don't know, I think at the end of it all, I think I'm very hopeful for the future, like the change that'll come. I'm scared, but I'm like hopeful, you know? Yeah. I mean, fuck. I don't know. I feel like 
I'm glad that it's happening though because it's like oh like like another fault in like our society and the way that it was so it's like bringing that to light but also it's like speeding up the problem uh-huh. of the collapse of our society kind of um because it's just like bringing all the flaws to the forefront mm-hmm. which yeah that makes me nervous but also like that can also be a good thing too um and I don't know like and also like they're also like they're also weeds sprouting in the cracks in the pavement kind of and what I mean by that is like you know learning to adapt and surviving um in our circumstances right so yeah so I mean yeah that can be positive too well cheers to this new life that we are all going to be living all right talk to you later this is pseudo who like will, who like literally see, I guess, it coming or like see the fear. I feel like money is made off of fear. My 24 year old understanding of this is money is made out of fear and almost like, like I feel like negative emotions. I feel like I haven't seen, it's almost like hard for me to see people be successful without fucking other people, which really kind of is depressing, but yeah. Right, which is like, that I mean I mean it's like that's the type of economy that we've gotten it's like that capitalistic you yeah realizing at the expense of like other people constantly but right yeah but I also I don't know yeah there's obviously like no other way that we can see our way out of it I guess so I guess that's just the way it is I mean don't <laughs> <laughs> So, um, have you seen Solar Opposites yet? <laughs> so it's like um, 
gosh, uh, what's his name? Justin Roiland? Roiland? Justin Roiland? One of the creators of um, Rick and Morty. He, like, created another TV show called Solar Opposites. Um, I watched it in two days. Oh, man. Like, I mean, the episodes are really sh- – it is so funny. Like, it's on Hulu, and, like, basically it's about, like, this alien family, and, you know, they they get trapped on Earth and blah, blah, blah. But, like, I think it's genius, and I think it's hilarious, and, like, there's a lot more cursing than Rick and Morty, which I think is funny. Oh. <laughs> So I think you should watch it and give me your synopsis because I think you'd die. Okay. I'm excited. I'm like very, very excited. <laughs> All right. Um, do you want to talk about anything else? I mean, I think we pretty much hit everything, you know, like most of the bullet points that run through my mind during COVID. I mean, definitely for me, this has been – a very spiritual thing too like what's that that's good like that's great yeah like I feel like I mean like you said like people when they are faced with like anxiety or fear they like open these metaphysical planes you know and they get scared and the metaphysical starts to open you know yeah 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 they have to deal with so much like abstraction and like mm-hmm. I mean hopefully a lot of people don't you know as we've seen like like the people that mm-hmm. whatever Karen yelling and going outside without her mask to get her hair done like that's not I feel like that's a very reactionary response to what's happening but if you take mm-hmm. a step back and like allow yourself to watch yourself and how you're reacting and understand that better then that is more of like a I guess a metaphysical reaction I don't know how to categorize that but it's 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 taking a breath you know it's like a it's like a um, I don't want to say like higher functional like in the brain but it's like um a different level to awareness thinking that's what it is yeah like different level of like processing yeah which I think I've been trying to get myself to because I feel like if I don't at least do it, you know, sometimes, like I feel like I'll just be a couch potato, mm. which I have fallen to. Like there have been times where I'm just like, I don't want to think. I'm just going to watch this, um, you know, Genesis, you know, and eat chips and I don't want to think about shit because it's a lot of work. That's a lot of people all the time now me too what the fuck i love eating food and watching avatar and like ignoring all my responses hell yeah i had a corn dog last night watching avatar (laughs) (laughs) and chili cheese fries (laughs) yeah that sounds really good but but yeah so needless to say i think it's for me it's been like a spiritual thing but also like a very psychological thing and then like it's taught me a lot about myself and taught me a lot about others and like i don't know i think at the end of it all, I think I'm very hopeful for the future, like the change that'll come. I'm scared, but I'm like hopeful, you know? Yeah. I mean, fuck. I don't know. I feel like I'm glad that it's happening though, because it's like, oh, uh, like, hap- like another fault in like our society in the way that it was. So it's like bringing that to light, but also it's like speeding up the uh-huh. of the collapse of our society, kind of. Because um, it's just like bringing all the flaws to the forefront. Which mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes me nervous, but also, like, that can also be a good thing, too, um, and I don't know, like, and also, like, there are also, like, there are also weeds sprouting in the cracks in the pavement, kind of, and what I mean by that is, like, you know, learning to adapt and surviving, um, in our circumstances, right, so, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, that can be positive, too. Well, cheers to this new life that we are all going to be living. I think we should all, like, try our best, you know, in whatever way that means to you, you know? Like, if that means you want to start a business, do that shit. It means you want to stay in bed, do that shit. If you want to you know. study and read and practice the art of podcasting, you can do that too. <laughs> do that shit because we're definitely doing that shit in our PJs. <laughs> yeah, for real. I'm about, yeah. Best. I mean, 
I feel like I've, I've been hearing this a lot during this time. And basically it's like, prepare for the worst and hope for the best. Like, that's all we can do, you know? That's true. That's good. Well, that's a good way to live life, too. Right. You know, like, what, what was our tagline? It's been so long, Jesus. Um, this is pseudo. Oh, is it? Okay. <laughs> Wait, is it? I think so. <laughs> oh, yeah. So um, we forgot our tagline because it's been so fucking long. Um, we hope this is pseudo. <laughs> Gay skeptical. No, that's so gay. No, that's fucked. <laughs> Stay. Every, everything's good. Everything's Stay bad. woke. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Stay woke. <laughs> Stay woke, bruh. Yeah, hashtag sulky bitches. All right. I just. I Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> what <laughs> this is degrading are we still recording yeah we are i haven't stopped recording <laughs> okay, oh. who like will who like 